0: You're listening to China Africa Talk. Jumbo, ni Bridget aki kipindi na China na Africa. sino Bridget. Everything China, everything Africa. Olá, você está ouvindo China Africa Talk com Bridget. سيدة توا مرحبا بكم في الحوار Bridget. This is China Africa Talk, the program that gives you news and opinions from a Chinese and African perspective. I'm Bridget Mutambiroa coming to you from the Chinese capital in Beijing. Here's hoping you can hear us loud and clear from your favorite podcast or selected radio frequencies in Africa. In today's discussion, we look at Mali and China. Now, Mali's Minister of Foreign Affairs and International Cooperation, Abdoulaye Diop, visited China from December 6 to 10 upon the invitation of the CPC, Central Committee's Political Bureau, and Foreign Minister Wang Yi. Now, just a bit of a background here on China and Mali. The two countries established diplomatic relations on October 25, 1960. And since then, the relations between the two countries have witnessed a smooth development. Now, I had the opportunity to speak with Mali's Minister of Foreign Affairs and International Cooperation, Abdullah Diop, in Beijing, to gain valuable insights into the primary objectives and outcomes of his visit, we also discussed the key areas and prospective opportunities for China-Mali cooperation within the framework of the Forum on China-Africa Cooperation. Minister Diop also offered his perspectives on China's recent announcement to implement a zero percent preferential rate. ...on imports of 98% of tariff lines from Mali and several other African countries. Let's delve into the discussion for more. Minister Abdoulaye Diop, thank you for joining us today on China Africa Talk.
1: Nice meeting you.
0: We know the Mali government has made remarkable achievements in its economic stabilisation and recovery. Yet there are still certain challenges... Could you share your perspective on the current situation in Mali and the key challenges it faces?
1: Thank you to China Africa Talk for this opportunity and for your interest in my country. Uh, Currently, as you know, Mali is facing critical challenges, specifically on the security front, uh, because we, we started in 2013 uh, after the foreign, inter- the Western intervention in Libya, and then which has uh, helped uh, many of the rebels and terrorist groups uh, to occupy the northern part of Mali. And since then, I think we had uh, instability and uh, terrorist group very active in Mali. And then we had uh, French intervention to come in and support. We have also UN mission, which uh, is which has been in place for ten years. And many other international partners, you have all armies in Mali. Over 10 years, uh, the result has not been uh, forthcoming or successful. We still have the challenge. And uh, when we had the political change in the leadership in 2020, our current president, President uh, Colonel Asimi Goita, who took power, decided to completely change the paradigm for security in Mali to make sure that uh, Mali designed a new security policy which put Malian in the center of that policy, and which put also at the center the equipment and uh, bringing more capacity and capabilities to the Malian army to defend protect our country, uh, preserve its territorial integrity and keeping the country united. Because of those choices, of course, uh, we had to, to face some tension with some partners, including the French. But today, uh, if you see uh, the investment that have been made to provide security to Malian is uh, costing about 25% of the Malian national budget. But uh, the situation is improving. We have many areas which have been under the control of terrorists progressively, the government is getting, or the Malian National Army is getting control of those areas. And most recently, if you have seen, uh, there is an area, the region in the northern, northeastern part of Mali, which is called Kidal, which has been under the, con- the, the control of the terrorists and the rebel groups of, for the past 10 years. And Mali, uh, as part of the plans for the withdrawal of the UN mission MINISMA, which should be completed by December. Uh, 31st this year as part of that plan and based on the resolution 2690 so the government has taken control of Kidal this was a significant move uh, that we have not seen for the past uh, 10 years now I think the situation still remain fragile uh, but uh, the government has made significant progress progress to reduce the capacity of uh, terrorist networks and also allowing the return of uh, the state, the government institution in many of these areas uh, and also the provision of basic social services. So this is in summary uh, where we are with the improvement of the security situation in the country. I Mm -hmm. think of course the challenge is now to make sure that the population return to their homes, Mm -hmm. resume with normal activities and also the government is now putting all uh, the emphasis on the economic development, providing the basic uh, services to Malians.
0: And at the invitation of the Political Bureau of the CPC Central Committee and Foreign Minister Wang Yi, you are on an official visit to China. What were the main considerations and outcomes of this trip?
1: We are very grateful, first, for the opportunity from China government for giving us opportunity for this dialogue yeah. with China. Of course, uh, this uh, invitation came in the midst of uh, significant uh, geopolitical shifts right. in Africa and across the globe. This gave us an opportunity to have a meaningful dialogue with China. China and Mali has been long-term Partners since the independence of our country in 1960 up to today, uh, we have been working with China on different forms, politically, on security, economic development, and uh, and and trade as well. Regarding the political uh, or cooperation on the international level, I think we China as a member a permanent member of the Security Council has consistently provided support to Malian protection of Malian sovereignty territorial integrity. We share common dedication to fight against uh, for foreign interference in our domestic affairs. Okay. So there is a, a strong convergence between China and Mali on the international scene not to mention the attacks that uh, Mali and China are all subject on the human rights issue uh, based on this uh, double standard and the politicization Mm -hmm. of the human rights issues. Mm -hmm. So we are supporting each other in the Human Rights Council in Geneva and elsewhere. So politically, I think we are working together and Mm -hmm. to make sure that uh, the view of the Global South and many African countries are taken into account in providing peace, uh, stability on the global scene. So we came in China to try to reinforce that political and bilateral relations. But the main emphasis also of the visit is uh, to to reignite and dynamize the economic and commercial relations between Mali and China. And this has been the center of our cooperation. Mali have some of the key development projects in the energy sector in the infrastructure sector, in the ICT sector, in the processing of the cotton, because you know Mali is uh, year by year, sometime number one or number two producer of cotton in Africa, uh, but uh, we trust process a little, so Mali is ambitioning to put in place a plan to process the cotton fiber, so we have two units that we are trying to put in place with the joint venture between a Malian state-owned company in the cotton and with a Chinese uh, private company, Qindao. So these are some of the projects that we have on the ground today to see. We had conversation, of course, beyond Minister Wang Yi the foreign minister. We had also very encouraging discussions on the project with the Exim Bank and the Bank of Development Bank of China. And uh, many Chinese companies like Huawei or Kovac, uh, CRSC, and uh, Power China, Sino Hydro. So, we see a very great interest from their side. So, our main emphasis is today to make sure that we can also get uh, the approval of this uh, financing for this project, mm-hmm. move into the implementation to meet because Malian economy is growing and yeah. is growing very fast. And there are many potentialities in Mali from agriculture, agribusiness to now we need energy to fuel that economic growth in Mali. Mining sector is also a very important sector in Mali. Mali is on now with uh, some key strategic mineral including lithium today which is uh, well searched by many companies. So mainly I think our point is to make sure in line with uh, President Xi's vision to promote uh, A win win collaboration because Mali is not just coming, give us this and Ah. that, but we want a partnership in which we can use Chinese technology, Chinese company, Mm. Chinese financing, but also to transform the economic potential and minerals of Mali, which can mainly benefit Malian, but we're also our Chinese partners are also key strategic partners to ask and benefit as well. So this is the mindset and the spirit uh, that is governing, I think, uh, the new uh, leadership uh, thinking in, in Mali.
0: Right, and within the Forum on China-Africa Cooperation, the FOCAC, uh, China and Africa outline economic, political, and social engagements that are envisioned to help uh, the establishment of win-win partnership based on South-to-South solidarity. Now, what do you consider the most important areas and future opportunities for cooperation between China and Mali under the FOCAC?
1: So, FOCAC is a very important framework and I think uh, it's done in the spirit uh, to, to get our two uh, strategic and economic blocks, Africa and China, closer uh, to benefit our people. For me. The key important point is to start by looking at uh, building capacities. Human capacities, but also production and productive capacity on the continent. Because Africa is one of the continents where the people are very young. It's an emerging continent. Mali we have done the census recently, 75% of our population is very young, sometimes at the the age of 25. Whatever we want to do, we have to put those young people at the center of our strategy. Even when we talk about uh, key security challenges, will not be able to address those challenges if we don't give economic opportunity to our young people why our young people are being drawn in the rebel groups Mm -hmm. or with uh, terrorist networks because they don't have economic opportunity. so for me working with china we have to make sure that the chinese knowledge know-how and the chinese people and company that are coming help us to build and sustain the african capacities Uh, when this is done then i think we need to work together for structural transformation of our economies. As I said from the colonial era to today, the system in which we are is to produce either cotton or cocoa or minerals raw outside. This is not benefiting our people, which is also at the root causes of some of the imbalances and structural problems that we have today. For me, China Mali can learn from the Chinese experience, and I think if Africa grows, uh, China will grow also. So let us make sure that, for instance, in Mali case, some of the projects that we have to process cotton and Mali to certain percentage can create job, can create more value addition. In agriculture sector, is the same we have like a a project for the refining of Malian gold. We can expand the same. Whatever sector we are talking about, let us think of what can be done to inject know-how, knowledge, and financial resources so that we can transform. So I think that's very important. Beside that, I think we need also to have infrastructures on the continent, because for many years I think uh, many of the multilateral institutions have de- invested in the infrastructure development. I think thanks to China for the past 30 years, Chinese investment has been at the forefront in Africa to building roads, highways, railroads, all these infrastructure that we need to grow. So that should remain, and I think the partnership should help us also to have structural energy projects on the continent because there is not enough energy even for electricity and to fuel our development. So for me, of course, the, the ICT today is a way also to live from the development of our country. So there are many areas, but to be strategic, in my view, we need to look at the capacity building, physical and human, infrastructure development, including energy, and looking at also forward-looking technologies and that China is today, Chinese Chinese company, are one of the best in many of these areas. So how can we take opportunity for that to grow together with China? So strategically, that's very important for us because we see many of the Western countries, the model of development didn't lead us to the development we expect for, for our people.
0: How do you describe the economic cooperation and trade between China and Mali? Is it making progress? I understand in a recent development, the import duties of products from Mali and a few African countries apply preferential rates of 0% to imports of 98%.
1: I think it's a very development step, a very important step to allow Malian products, African products to access duty-free with whatever trade preferences can be given as an incentive for our companies, our people to to export more to China. As I said once again, this uh, duty-free preference should be backed by really promoting industrialization and processing capacity of the continent, while those exports shouldn't be only raw material, but we need to have at least semi-processed product to China. Of course, economic and trade preferences are good, but what we want also today is uh, also to promote better uh, movement of people as well, because there is a dynamism. We need really to allow our people to meet, to do business, and to put in place joint venture and to facilitate the movement of people and good between uh, China and Africa. And I see an impo- a, a great potential uh, for growth both in the trade mm-hmm. and uh, other relations between uh, China and Africa.
0: And during the COVID-19 pandemic, China and Mali were standing firmly together. Mali supported China's endeavors to fight the pandemic, and China provided Mali with several batches of anti-epidemic supplies. Now, the mutually beneficial China-Mali relations have a direct impact on improving social lives. What measures are being taken by both countries to further enhance people-to-people exchanges and mutual understanding?
1: so i think uh, what china we are very grateful for china not only as mali you know when china was supporting africa i was uh, working as um, as key responsible at the african union commission so i have seen firsthand uh, the engagement of uh, china with the africa cdc And also with many African institutions, China providing all sort of support Mm -hmm. uh, to our countries uh, to tackle this disease, which uh, no borders. Of course, health have always been consistently an area Mm -hmm. of cooperation between uh, China and Africa. We have seen also many. Chinese uh, medical people coming to Africa, working in our hospitals, in our clinics, to develop uh, our own capacity and sharing the knowledge. In my view, that is one of the key areas we need to work to promote what you call people-to-people uh, cooperation. That's also very important, because the cooperation should not be only trade in goods and other things, sure. because only people-to-people relation help to promote understanding. Chinese needs to know better Africa, Africans, African culture, African history, as well as Africans should know better China, Chinese people, what they think. This is what promotes cultural rapprochement between countries, uh, cultural development, because we live in the same planet. We have so many things in common in terms of our history, our culture, the respect of our values, So, for me, it's the only way to also try to minimize the potential tension and misunderstanding that may be on our way. That's why we shouldn't leave our relationship only be defined by trade trade. or whatever relation. So people and countries and government and institutions need to talk, need to have a dialogue, need to promote uh, mutual understanding, but above all. We need also respect, because uh, China is an ancient country, ancient civilization, so is Mali and many countries in Africa. So we can only promote meaningful relations based on mutual respect and mutual understanding of our culture and tradition as well.
0: Okay. And in your opinion, what are the essential development areas in Mali, uh, and how can China and Mali cooperation be leveraged to address these areas effectively.
1: As I said, for me our main resource is a human capital, human capacity. How can we help to promote education? In promoting education we need to understand that the vocational training is the most needed because most of our companies are needing more people coming from the technical skills on the market. So for me, we need to put at the center Mali, the university in Bamako is one of the biggest in West Africa. And thanks to also our partnership with China. So for me, we need to continue building capacity, educating and training Africans in Africa, but also here in China. For me, that should be the starting point based on our young people and that we need to occupy and as I said also we need to look at the industrialization of the country continent and the structural transformation of our economy how we can process our mineral our natural resources so there is value added uh, in our country there is more jobs uh, to be created infrastructure development energy projects remain one of the key areas we should be looking at and of course Uh, I did not talk much about it, but security security and security remain the key challenge for us. Mm -hmm. But what we need in terms of the security is not the type of paradigm that we have seen. Even in the security as we do in the education, we need to build Africans and Malian capacity to provide security to their, their own people. I know China has been very much involved with us. In the late G5 Sahel organization that Mali have withdrawn from. But today, what we want China is to look with us on the bilateral level how okay. China can continue to be a strong partner to als- uh, help us. Because all this investment will not be meaningful if we don't create a safe and secure environment to allow our business people to come and uh, do the business in the safe environment. For me, peace and security remain key. It can be done through bilateral uh, channels, but also there are some organisations like the recently created uh, Alliance of the State of the Sahel, which also is not doing only the security, but we are looking also at the promoting regional, economic and monetary integration between our countries our three countries, Mali, Burkina and Niger, we are also fighting hegemonic uh, power who are trying to control our country and to impose imperial interests on in our countries. So for us, China, Russia and others can also be key strategic partners to look at also how they can help to promote the regional um, security,
0: your Excellency Abdoulaye Diop, thank you for sharing your insights and more on China-Mali relations.
1: Thank you so much, Bridget, for giving me the opportunity to address your audience, Chinese and African audience, or even Malian audience, through this China-Africa talk and allowing us to bring Mali to China and China to Mali.
0: Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others. Post it on social media or leave a rating and review. Thanks again. See you next time.